Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Radio Mike, and this is the inside of my mind. Hello, hello. Welcome back to 20th Century Boy, a podcast featuring me, Radio Mike, Australia's most lovable nerd. Uh, A man in his mid-twenties trying to make his way through the rough and tumble of living alone, running his own small business, working, and just being a millennial in this crazy, crazy year that is 2020. I hope you've been well, though. I've been, I've been fine. I've been, I've been pretty good. I realized this week that I've burnt out and I do this a lot where I just keep taking on more and more stuff. And then I end up like at the end of the week or at the end of like a four week block, I end up just being absolutely wrecked. And I never seem to learn. Like, that's the thing. I never learn from my mistakes. I'm trying to, but I never really do. I realized I was having like five to seven coffees a day for the past like month or so. You know, just home, you know, home coffees, like the coffee powder, put it in a cup, put hot water in, put milk, you know, just like, and and I've decided to quit coffee because I realized I, I, I realized it was just too much. And like my bot, I wasn't sleeping right. I wasn't doing anything right. I was making small mistakes. Last week, I uploaded the draft version of the podcast with no production, and a few people heard that. There's a lot more pauses in that version. I quickly uh, realized my mistake and uploaded the proper version. But just little mistakes like that that I don't want sort of leaking through into my actual jobs. So I've quit coffee. I quit it on Friday last week, so about a week ago. And within two days, I think my brain just completely crashed due to the lack of of caffeine. And I was just, that weekend, like I was just falling asleep in the middle of the day. It was crazy. I just felt so exhausted. I felt, I just felt like I was in a permanent hangover and it was terrible. But now I've just started adjusting like those habits and not drinking coffee. For now, I'm not going to drink any at all because I'm a coffee fiend. I love coffee. Um, But when I use it to help me get through the day, I realize that's problematic. So I've stopped. And just adjusting my diet a bit as well to try and sort of be a little bit more, a little bit more, I don't know, just, just, just more focused on foods that are giving me energy and foods that are going to keep me sustained throughout the day. So that's sort of been my week uh, in this crazy, crazy year. Uh, but let's start off by... You You can win this podcast. This is the only winnable podcast, I believe, in the world. I'm yet to find another podcast that you can actually win. But 20th Century Boy prides itself on being uh, the world's only winnable podcast. And the way that you win the podcast is right now, do a 360 on the spot, take a look around as you're listening to this. And uh, if I happen to be in your vicinity at the exact time you are listening to this, come up to me, say, hey, I think I've won the podcast, put your headphones in my ear. And if I hear that you're up to this specific bit of the podcast, you've won the podcast. Congratulations. You have, you officially win the podcast. And it's not, it, it, you can't rig it. You can't show up to my place of work. I've said it all before. There are rules. It has to be a pure coincidence. You can win the podcast. When you win the podcast, the podcast ends forever. 
So some people are saying they don't want to win the podcast. Other people are, are competing. You're all the listeners of this, and there's a lot of you, you're all competing with each other. For example, Radio James Ford, welcome to the Radio Family. He sent me a message this week. He said, hey, Mike, didn't win the podcast. We'll try again next week. It's very difficult during isolation, but that's the sport. And he's right, that is the sport. This is the sport of podcast winning. And we are the only we are the only contestant? Well, you are all the contestants. Lots of people message me each week. They just say stuff like, did my 360? Mike's not in my room. Did my 360? Mike's not on the train. Did my 360? Mike's not in the bathroom. Which is good because it would be, I would never be, I'd never be hiding, trying for you to find me. It'll always be you just happening to see me. But still do your 360 each time because being the winner of this podcast, there's a prize. There is a prize. I haven't mentioned that. There is a prize for being the winner of this podcast. So if someone does win, you do win the prize. Last week on the show, I talked about my uh, encounter with a former Prime Minister of Australia. Uh, So thank you to everyone who's given feedback about that. Thank you to everyone who's listened. The listenership seems to be up again, which is always awesome to see, and I really appreciate that. Make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. But this week... This week, as you know, if you live in Melbourne uh, or Victoria, uh, some of you some of you might not, but if you live in Victoria, you will know that it is now compulsory to wear a mask when you are out in public. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about this because we're all doing it. We're all taking one for we're all taking one for the team. We are all wearing masks. I'm wearing mine. I'm walking around the streets if I need it, you know, if I need to get out of this tiny one bedroom apartment, I'll go for a walk around the block just to clear my head. I'll wear my mask. I struggle to breathe sometimes, but I'm doing it. I'm wearing a mask for the team. The team is humans. We are the team. We're all wearing masks for each other. Uh, but as the old adage goes, you are only, a team is only as strong. No, a chain, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And this time, the weakest link is Karen from Bunnings. Uh, and <laughs> if, you, if you're not from Australia, you may not have seen this, but this is so funny in the most fucked up way. Basically, this woman, she's, she's, she's been dubbed Karen from Bunnings, goes into a Bunnings and abuses all the staff because they're asking her to wear a mask. And she's saying, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. We'll put some audio of it here. Then that's discrimination and I can have you sued personally for discriminating against me as a woman. We're not discriminating against anyone. You are. It's not. It's an unlawful condition of entry. I don't even have to have this conversation with you because you're not authorised by the Australian government to even question me. As I said, it's just a condition of entry. I don't care. It doesn't apply to me. It is unlawful and it is discriminatory and it is illegal. She says, it is my right as a living woman to do whatever I like. And I guess... When I first saw this video of Karen from Bunnings and her her relentless tirade on the poor, poor staff at Bunnings Warehouse, all I could honestly think was, this has to be satire. This has to be... This is so bad that the only logical explanation for this occurring is that this is a person trying to make fun of people who would do this. Because no one could be this much of a bitch. No one could be. 
However, the, the more I looked into it, it turns out this is not satire. This is, in fact, the opposite of satire, which is real. This is a real person who is actually going around doing this stuff. Karen, Karen from Bunnings. None of us want to wear the masks. None of us want to wear, wear, wear them. We're taking one for the team, sister. We're all doing it. Just slap on a mask. It's not that hard. It really isn't that hard to just put on a mask. Yes, it might be uncomfortable, but it does not. It does not impose on your human rights as you have made it so clear that it has. It does not. It does not discriminate against you for being a woman either. That's fucking so stupid. I just thought this was so funny. I didn't think it was possible that anyone could be this dumb. Guys, let's all just put our masks on so we can go back to normal. I feel like people who think that, like, I, 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 I don't know, like, I just find these conspiracy theorists and these people who are so adamant that COVID-19 is, is like a ploy by governments, it's like this big conspiracy. It's so crazy that these people actually exist. I don't understand what incentive there would be for, like, every world leader to get together and be like, hey, you know what would be so good? Let's just make up that there's like a conspiracy theory. Let's just make up that there's a pandemic and let's just turn this world to shit. Like what, what benefit is there from doing that? I don't understand it. I actually like, I find it so funny because I, I just feel like if the government, like I just trust the government. If the government tells me to do something, I'll more or less just do it. Like I don't think at all. I don't think for a second that COVID is fake. There's not a single part of me that thinks that. So when you have people like Karen from Bunnings who are talking about their human rights, like it's so weird because not wearing a mask leads to people potentially dying in numbers. It's awful. It is so awful. Karen from Bunnings, get your shit together and wear a mask, you bitch. But enough about that. Last week on the show, we I started this new segment because I had this amazing thought. This amazing thought popped into my mind where I realized that there are multiple millions, in fact, trillions by definition, like, well, there's probably an infinite amount of numbers that have never been said out loud before. And I decided that, well, for, I'll give you an example, 74 quadrillion, 64 trillion, 34 million 226,114. That number, I can guarantee you, no one in the history of the universe has ever said that number out loud before. I claim, I just claimed that number. I've made history just by saying that number. No one can ever take that away from me. I, that number belongs to me. I am the first human being to ever say that number. And that's great. I decided to launch this segment last week for all of you to have the chance to claim your own number And this segment is called this. Name your number. Yeah, it's name your number. Always send in your numbers to 1-800-438-353, the official phone number of this show. You can uh, send in a voice message through there that just names your number and you get to claim that number. Make sure you write it down. So if anyone else tries to claim it, you can say, sorry, I've already claimed it. And here's the evidence. Uh, but a few people have named their numbers this week and I will be taking number applications every week from now on. So there's a few things you need to do every week. Do your 360 at the start of the show. Send in your number. That's always available. Contribute to any of the other segments of the show. Also always available. Uh, we have 
three listeners who have sent in voicemails with their numbers. Uh, I would like to officially introduce them to the history making of naming their number as of right now. Welcome to the history makers. Well, I guess, yeah, if, if you do it, you are a history maker. So welcome to the history makers, all these people. You too, if you if you are not one of these three people, you can also be a history maker. Just name your number. 1-800-438-353. You don't even have to say anything. Just call the number, they leave a message, and then say your number. That's all you need to do. Then hang up. Then I've got it. Then we've got it on record. You've made history. You didn't have to do anything else. Easiest way in the world to make history. Here we go. Welcome the history makers for this week. Uh, I will play their messages in the order that they came in. Hey there, Radio Mike. Radio Georgia here. Just thought I'd ring in to tell my number. 69 trillion 420 billion and 32. Thank you. Hey Mike, just Radio right, right, Alex Guy, just calling up to claim the number six hundred and thirty-eight trillion two hundred and fifty-seven million three hundred and thirty-five billion. We just switched those two around because you know maths four hundred and six thousand and twenty-six. Uh, so yeah, if anyone claims that number as well, I can just call up again with another one. So no worries. Cheers. Right, hey Mike, Radio Fire here. Um, I just want to give in my number for name my number. I actually sent another message, but I completely stuffed that one up. Anyway, so 448 trillion, 528 billion, 3,921 and one. Bye. Have a good day. Yeah, three really, really strong numbers there and some really good choices there. Uh, Radio Georgia choosing to start hers with the number 69. Very, very clever, uh, but I think those ones will fill up quick. I think you want to go for more obscure ones because I think the funny ones are going to go quicker. So, you know, but but th- that's it, guys. Just name your number. Name your number. If you want a number brother or a number sister, just choose a number that's one digit away above or below a number that one of those guys has done and just state my num- that, that person is your number brother or number sister. I think that's a great way to you know, forge a connection with other people who listen to this show. Uh, so send in your number. Name your number. I want to do three more next week, so please name your number. Thanks, guys. There is a man on this show who has featured quite prominently uh, this month of the show, and he is the best friend of the show. If you're new to the show, your life's about to change. If you're old to the show, your life's not about to change, but your, your day is about to get better. Uh, his name is Radio Nacho Cheese. Welcome back to the Radio Family, Radio Nacho Cheese. He is both the most loyal listener of this show and the best listener of this show. No offense if you're not him. Uh, but I think you'd agree. He is the hero of the show and he is uh, an, an an upstanding citizen of the world and the show, really. Uh, his name, again, as I said, is Radio Nacho Cheese and he does a monthly update on the show, but this month has been different. He's already featured probably three times on the show. Uh, most recently, in his good guy nature, he created the 20th Century Boy board game which I have distributed on the podcast Discord. Feel free to get involved in that. And uh, he, a few keen listeners, including uh, Radio Connie, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Connie, uh, 
have pointed out that on the board game that he has created, which is really just an A4 sheet of paper with a few squares, but he has put a lot of effort into it and we really appreciate that. Uh, he has misspelt the phone number for the podcast, one 800 I think he's said... 1-800-438-553 or something like that. He said it completely wrong, uh, but that's okay because as we've learned this month, yes, Radio Nacho Cheese is the best friend of the show, but guess what, guys? Sometimes best friends make mistakes. That's okay. Sometimes people make mistakes. That's okay. We got to forgive them and we've forgiven Radio Nacho Cheese. That's all right that you made a mistake on the phone number. You call it every single week. Well, you call it every single month, sorry, because he, he does leave a message on one 800 every month, but somehow he spelt it wrong, which does raise into question his commitment to the show, but we've forgiven him. He has left his uh, voicemail for his monthly update. This is his usual contribution to the show. Everything else we've gotten this month has been bonus. So if you, if you want to talk for a second about Radio Nacho Cheese not being a good guy... You'd be wrong because look at all this extra content he's given us to talk about this week, this month. Sorry. Uh, well, I'm gonna play for you. Uh, well, let's play the opener first, which I still have not updated to say uh, it still says weekly update, not monthly update, because he used to give a, a weekly update. I haven't updated it because I don't. I no longer have like the source file uh, for Radio Nacho Cheese's weekly update slash monthly update, so I can't just update the line. I have to recreate the whole thing. Uh, people who know how like audio editing and multi-track editing works will get that. So I'm just going to keep it as uh, as weekly update uh, for the time being. Just to just to uh, not because I'm lazy, just to keep the spirit of the segment, the original segment, alive. Uh, so Radio Nacho Cheese, let's do one of these. Yeah, good day, everyone. It's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here. Good day, Radio Mike. It's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here. He's Radio Nacho Cheese, and this is his weekly update. Great Nacho, Doctor Cheese, Professor Nacho, Professor Cheese. Sergeant Cheese, Colonel Cheese, Colonel Cheddar, all pseudonyms that Radio Nacho Cheese has gone by. Uh, please, in your usual style, take it away for this month. Hey, yeah, good day, Radio family. It's uh, Nacho Cheese here. 10.50 a.m. on this uh, Monday, what is it, Monday the 27th of July? Not sure, but it's 10.50 a.m. I can confirm that. Um, just wanted to say, first off, I'd like to just state a number that's probably never been said. So let's go with 40 trillion, 16 billion, 33 million, 400,018. Hopefully that's never been said before, and I can be the first human being to claim that number. Um, well, Mikey, with the uh, official board game, there just needs to be a rule cal- clarification. So if it's a skip turn, that means. Like in, um, you know, you'll miss your next turn. So, yeah, if you get skip turn, you can't play your next uh, hand. You have to wait till it's your next turn again. So you'll miss your immediate turn, and then you'll get your next turn after that. So, yeah, that's what skip your turn means. So sorry if that was uh, not clear in the rules. Uh, anyway, still love the podcast. Don't ever feel like you're just a weird nerd, Mike. Uh, I love all the content that you do, so don't feel out of place that you're interested in different things because I personally would have known nothing about half that stuff before I listened to the podcast, so I absolutely love the the different things that you're interested in. Anyway, family, love you all. Stay safe. If you're in Victoria, 
let's push through and get healthy again. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Yeah, a really great message there from Radio Nitro Cheese. This guy just always comes through for us. I really appreciate you, Radio Nitro Cheese, and I think the rest of the radio family does as well. Uh, I'd like to pose a question to you for next month's monthly update, Radio Nacho Cheese, which, for those who don't know, comes on the last Monday, no, the fourth Monday of each month. Uh, so, Radio Nacho Cheese, I just would like to know what happened with the phone number on the board game. On the board game, nothing wrong with it. I'm just curious as to what caused that mistake. I just find it really interesting that that happened. Uh, let me know. Get back to me next month. Really appreciate hearing from you. Thank you for being the best friend of the show, Narch. You are an absolute hero, and we love hearing from you. Thank you. All right, we are bringing back a segment that we have not done in a very long time. One of the most controversial segments that has ever appeared on this show. We are bringing it back today, but in a different format. Uh, And it's a segment that I like to call, well, that, well, I like to call it this, but it is called Radio Mike's Rhyme Crime. It is Rhyme Crime, one of the most controversial segments that has ever appeared on this show. And I think we've got to take Rhyme Crime in a new direction. And I think that high-tiered listener Radio Superstar Pat might be on the right track to making that happen. And I, if you... If you're new to the show, again, welcome. Uh, Rhyme Crime was a segment we did last year where we were looking into rhyme crimes from artists, naturally enough. Uh, Rhymes in songs that were when the artist rhymed the same word with the same word. Now, one of my first ever examples of this last year when we did it for the first time was Eminem's song, The Way I Am, which rhymed, I am the I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? In the paper, the news, every day I am. I don't know, it's just the way I am. And my argument was that he rhymed I am with I am four times in a quadruple rhyme crime. However, after a few interest in after a few instances of similar-ish rhymes in songs, for example, I also called out Avril Lavigne for Skater Boy. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy, rhyming boy with boy. A keen-eared listener who is now known as Rhyme Cop Brody. Welcome again to the Radio Family Rhyme Cop Brody. And it is very rare that someone has a unique uh, prefix to their name. Usually you are, say for me, Radio Mike. If your name's Dave, you're Radio Dave. If your name's Jim, you'd be Radio Jim. If your name's Sarah, you'd be... Anyway, you get the point. You get the point. Uh, It is very rare. You have to do something very special to get a name that is not just radio your name. And Brody is Rhyme Cup Brody because he disputed almost every single rhyme crime that we ever did on the show, which formed uh, Brody's Law, which basically said that in the song The Way I Am, he's not rhyming am with am. He's rhyming way I am with say I am and day I am. Those are the rhymes. Skater boy and later boy rhymed. It's not boy and boy. So it was a fair call from Brody and we introduced Brody's Law. And after that, things just got really hazy with rhyme crime. And we sort of stopped doing it for a while because we just didn't want to piss off Brody anymore, which is fair enough because he was coming down pretty hard on like, like his job was. He was the rhyme cop. Uh, but 
I think we take it in a new direction, which is also a direction I've been wanting to explore for a while. This one comes in from radio superstar Pat, who says, I think I just spotted a rhyme crime. The song is Ego Death by T.Y. Dollar Sign and Kanye West. And I'd like to get your opinion. So Rhyme Cop Brody, we're not, we're actually not accusing. We're just putting it out there into the public sphere. The lyrics are, Plan B was they plan A to lower the count of our families. However, in the song, it is presented as such. Plan B was they plan A to lower the count of our families. Radio Superstar Pat goes on, and you would have heard it there. You would have heard what he is claiming is a rhyme crime, a different kind of rhyme crime than what we've done in the past. But to me, and I'll get more into this later, certainly a rhyme crime. Uh, Radio Superstar Pat says, not only does this not rhyme or fall under Brody's law, but it is a premeditated forced rhyme in the way Kanye pronounces families as families to rhyme with plan A. Plan A, families. Doesn't really work. He says this is a serious offence, perhaps even more treacherous than any previous one. I believe Mr. West should receive a minimum of five years in rhyme jail, three on parole. Now, it has been a pretty busy week for Kanye West, if you've been following him. However, that does not give him an excuse to just be committing rhyme crimes like this out in his music. I then turn to T.Y. Dollar Sign. What's his role in all this? What's his responsibility? Did Kanye write all of his own verses? Or did T.Y. Dollar Sign write the whole song and give some of the verses to Kanye? Who is responsible here? I'm not sure. However, what I would like from you guys, the listeners, the rhyme detectives of the radio family, I want your opinions. Send me a DM, send me an email, radiomicpod at gmail.com, radio.mic on Instagram, it's radiomic on Twitter, wherever you want, get back to me and let me know what you think about this rhyme crime. Do we want to start a new branch of the rhyme crime division where instead of doing words that start words that rhyme with the same word in songs, which notoriously failed last year and ended up becoming quite a big embarrassment for us. Do we want to go on to rhymes that don't actually rhymes? Or, as Pat says, premeditated forced rhymes. PFRs. Do we want to do PFR rhyme crimes? Or same word rhyme crimes, SW rhyme crimes. SWs or PFRs? You let me know. And then let me know, is this specific example a PFR? Or I already forgot the other one. Uh, 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 SW. What do you want to do? And is this a PFR? I believe it is definitely... Well, it is a PFR. I don't think anyone would dispute it. Uh, Let me know. Let me know this week and and continue to send in your rhyme crimes. A lot of people have been asking about my cousin Dave and the Dave and Mike show, which was a segment that was running on this podcast for a while. Uh, I am hoping to get Dave back on soon. He is very busy with work, uh, so I don't want to disturb him during work hours, and I'm recording this one during the day. But the Dave and Mike show is not over. It will be back soon, as well as a spin-off of the Dave and Mike show, which I would like to launch soon as well. So keep your ears peeled for that. However, from one cousin to another cousin this week, and I never intended for my cousins to become characters on this podcast, but I, over the weekend, I was minding my own business. Minding my own business, just 
Oh my god, I'm getting a call from Dave. This is actually a huge coincidence. Okay. I'm gonna pick it up and start the Dave and Mike show. Hey guys, this is uh, Mike from post-production. Just in case you can't figure out what's going on here, because when I was listening to it, it was a little bit unclear. Basically, I was talking about the Dave and Mike show and how Dave wasn't answering my calls. And then while I was saying that and moving on to the next story, Dave rang me. So I decided to do a spontaneous Dave and Mike show uh, after picking up his call. So that was a little bit unclear when I listened to it back because it did happen so spontaneously. So I just thought I'd put in this little post-production appendage for you to enjoy and clarify things so you know exactly what's happening now. Dave has rang me on the phone. I answer the call and we do a Dave and Mike show spontaneously. Well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike show. Dave and Mike show. Together they are the Dave and Mike show. Welcome to the Dave and Mike show for another week. Dave, how are you? Good, man. How you doing? Good. How's, we haven't done the show for a while. How's your week been? I didn't know that you still had that recording. I thought this was uh, done and dusted, man. No, what's been happening, man? Dave and Mike show another week. The listeners want to yeah. know what's been happening. Not too much. You just caught me in the middle of work and uh, saw your call. And then I thought, oh, I must be urgent. I'll give you a call back. Mm. Well, it is and... urgent. The show is urgent. <laughs> okay. So I, I thought, I thought, I actually thought, Dave, because we're like trying to become proper like podcasters, I thought <laughs> one skill that we need to learn how to do together is how to interview other people, right? Uh, sure. So I thought I'm going to add Paul, our other cousin, to this call and we'll just interview Paul and see what he's been up to, all right? <laughs> Hold the line. Hold the line, Dave. Hello? Hey, Paul, it's Mike. I'm just going to merge you into another call. Hey, guys, are you both there? Hello, Dave and Paul, are you both there? Yeah. Dave, are you yeah, there? Yeah, all yep. right. All right, guys. So, Paul, we're going to interview you for our podcast. So, Dave, do you want to start it, start it off? <laughs> um, hi, Paul. Hey, Dave. How are you? Yeah, good. So, uh, what have you been up to today? Oh, not much. Just on the balcony, building some stuff at the moment. <laughs> oh, what are you building? Uh, I'm building a bench so I can do more work out here. <laughs> oh, not mm-hmm. out of timber. Yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike, take it away, man. <laughs> uh, how long have you been working on the bench for, Paul? Uh, about a week now. Yeah. When? What's the estimated time of completion? Hopefully today. Yeah. Great. Dave, your your turn. <laughs> so, uh, what, color, what color is the bench going to be, Paul? Uh, timber colored. <laughs> you going to stain it? No, nah, I'm not going to stain it. Yeah, fair enough. Do you guys reckon, Paul? Do you reckon would would you like to have a separate segment on my podcast just about your m- making stuff? Uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk about it. Um, 
<laughs> Mate, I am I'm happy to give my place if uh, uh Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, like uh, I actually have a like I'm kind of in the middle of work at the moment and uh right. balancing these two things is a little bit of a struggle for no, me. That's, you know? a, yeah. that's all right. Dave, let's Dave finish off the interview. How would you finish an interview? You'd probably wanna you'd probably wanna plug Paul's bench at the end. So, just... <laughs> so Paul, is this is this a business that you're thinking of like, you know, going into? Oh maybe. We'll see what happens. Oh, everyone get down to Paul's all right that's all from paul thanks for coming on the show paul. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me that's been another edition of well his name is dave and his name is mike together they are the dave and mike show dave and mike show Show. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks for being on the show. All right, we'll you get, too. We've got to get you back sometime. That was fun. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, guys. See you, See you guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that went... That was... <laughs> that went really, really well. <laughs> that was totally unexpected. I called Dave earlier. He didn't pick up, so I assumed he was at work, and he's called me back. And we've done an interview with Paul. So the spin-off segment that I was talking about, I was going to do Paul because Paul likes to make stuff in his shed. I was thinking of doing Paul's shed, the spin-off segment. But that, we'll, we'll wait and see. That was a great first interview on the Dave and Mike show. Uh, absolutely great stuff. But as I was saying, <laughs> from one cousin to another, this is where I was at. Uh, last weekend, I was minding my own business. As you do on the weekends, you mind your own business. I get a text from the, the, both those cousins, Paul and Dave, older cousins. These cousins, younger. Two, my younger cousins, Michaela, Julia, 14, 18. And I get a message from Michaela on the weekend that's totally just made me laugh out loud as soon as I saw it. She sent me a message on Facebook saying, Julia thinks she's in the Truman Show. <laughs> Julia's 14. And I just couldn't stop laughing at this idea that one of my 14-year-old cousins seems to have this thought that she is in the Truman Show. So I wanted to get Michaela on the line today to talk about why her sister thinks she's in the Truman Show. If you don't know, the Truman Show is a uh, movie in which there is a guy called Truman, played by Jim Carrey, that is actually in a world that is a TV show and everything in his life is created specifically for storylines in a TV show. And he doesn't know. He thinks it's the real world. So my cousin at some point has gotten this idea in her head that she is in the Truman Show. She's 14. I just want to know what's spiraling around her head because I'm actually kind of concerned. So give Michaela a call now to uh, just to investigate this a little bit more. Hello? Why does your sister think she's in the Truman Show? <laughs> so basically, Julia thinks she's in the Truman Show because just the other day she looked at me and she thought I looked completely different. <laughs> and she assumed that the directors of the show replaced me, Michaela, with a doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> and then... How, how old that, is she again? 
she is 15. She's 15. Oh, my God. Continue. Yeah. Continue. And on that same day, she thought that my jokes were a bit off, that our inside jokes just weren't the same. We, we just weren't having the same like, laugh. She just really thought that I was being different. I was acting different. So then she came and told me that, you know, she's on the Truman Show. She thinks that there's cameras everywhere <laughs> and she's on the Truman Show. And have you told yeah. her she's not? I tried by telling her that she wouldn't be um, allowed to be, like, allowed to go out of the country if she was on the Truman Show. So then she told me that when we were going to America, which was like a 15-hour flight, it was 15 hours because they were building America. <laughs> and, we hadn't actually, and we hadn't actually left Melbourne yet. <laughs> So she thinks that you were sitting on a plane and the people on the set were like, oh, shit, we have to build America. <laughs> yeah. It was just a simulation, the, the turbulence and everything. And when did she come to you with this idea that she's on the Truman Show? Was it recent? It was just a couple of days ago on the weekend. So I assume, did you both watch the Truman Show recently? I watched it three years ago and she watched it last year. Can you put her on the phone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Julia, it's Mike. How are you? I'm good. Why do you think you're in the Truman Show? It's so weird. I don't know. Okay, when I went to Thailand, the kid nearly drowned me. And Amelia. Someone Um, nearly drowned you in Thailand? Yes, and I I couldn't go like... I couldn't like go in the ocean. Like there's always an excuse. What? Jellyfish. <laughs> current. Rip. Wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what what does someone trying to drown you have to do with you being on the Truman Show? I knew too much. They just had to, you know, they had to you, fire me. You knew too much. I knew too much about the show. But haven't so you I seen? Have to call it quits. Ha- haven't you seen the Truman Show? The whole point is that yeah, they try to kill him at the end. They try to kill him at the end because they figured it out. Well, he kind of figured it out. <laughs> yeah, but, like, why would they kill you if you're the main character? Like, what? They wouldn't want to kill you because you're the main character. <laughs> well, well, then it would just ruin... I don't know. <laughs> okay, can I put something to you? You're not in the Truman Show. This is the real deal. Yeah. You don't believe me? No. Put your sister back on. You're doing this podcast just to find out answers for me. I know who you work with. <laughs> Put your sister on. I'm here. Have you told your mum about this? She doesn't really care. Okay. I tried to. She just thinks it's a phase. Yeah, she just thinks Julia's being Julia and just being a stupid self. So, oh, wow. no, yeah, no one really cares. All right. Honestly. Well... I guess there's nothing we can do about it. Thanks for clearing that up for me. (laughs) No worries. Anytime. All right. Have fun, Truman. Yep. What do you have to say, Truman? Um, Get me out of this fucking world. (laughs) Get me out of (laughs) it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) I think she's joking. I don't know, though. Okay, for weeks now on this show, I have been teasing that I want to start a new segment that I think will be a lot of fun that involves listeners on the show. It's a game type segment and we are finally doing it 
today. And uh, Radio Cass, welcome to the Radio Family Radio Cass. She is on standby right now to be the first ever contestant at this game. And here's the background of this game. I was thinking to myself, what's a game that is an everyday game you can play in person, but you can't really play over the phone? And how would you play it over the phone? And that's why today on the show, we are doing this. It's Scissors, Paper, Rock, Honesty Edition. That's right. This game is Scissors, Paper, Rock. That's how I used to say it at my school. Some people call it Rock, Paper, Scissors. Some people call it Paper, Scissors, Rock. Admittedly, that's the worst way of saying it. This game is called Scissors, Paper, Rock, Honesty Edition. The way it works is as follows. One of you joins me on the line each week. We then both, without seeing each other over the phone, go scissors, paper, rock, and show what we've done on three. And then whoever wins, wins. And it is purely up to the honesty of the other person to to, to say, yes, I went paper, oh, I've gone scissors, I've won. Or, oh, I've gone scissors, oh, I've gone paper, you've won. You know, it's an honesty-based game. And uh, Cass is going to be the first person to join me for this segment. Welcome to the show, Cass. Hello. Thank you for being on the show. So the game is called Scissors, Paper, Rock, Honesty Edition. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so you know how to play Scissors, Paper, Rock or Rock, Paper, Scissors, whatever people call it, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We can't see each other because we're just talking on a phone call, right? Yeah. So we're both, I'm going to go scissors, paper, rock. We both choose our thing. And then we just have to be honest with each other about what we went. Right. And then, and then whoever wins, wins. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Here we go. So what I'll do is I'll say scissors, paper, rock on rock. You choose your thing, hold it out in front of you. And then we'll go from there and see who won. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Scissors, paper, rock. All right, what did you go? Scissors. Did you actually go scissors? Yeah. <laughs> I've gone rock. I've actually gone rock. <laughs> so you beat me? Yeah, so I've beaten you. Do you believe me? Do you, do you believe no. me? Yeah, no, I believe you. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. Well, well, I guess I won. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for playing today. That was really fun. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah, so that's Scissors, Paper, Rock, Honesty Edition. We're going to be playing it every week on the podcast for the next few weeks. If you want to, I'll be the reigning challenger now or the reigning champion. Um, So I'm looking for new challengers now to hopefully beat me. Oh, Cass, I was hoping you'd come in and just say, yep. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yep, sorry. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining me on the show, Cass. Sorry about, sorry about your a... loss. <laughs> that's all right. I'll take it well. <laughs> So what Cass doesn't know, and I will put a clip of this on Instagram for anyone who wants to watch it, what Cass doesn't know is that I actually went paper. And that's why the game, that's why the scissors, paper, rock part is barely the game. That's why the game's called scissors, paper, rock, honesty edition. Because part of the fun of the game is lying about what you went and then winning. So actually what you're supposed to do is question people and call people out if you think they've cheated, which I did, but I wasn't called out on it. Therefore, I won. Scissors, Paper, Rock, Honesty Edition. Send me a message if you'd like to play next week. 
just before we wrap up for another week, there was someone who won a a, a listener's choice competition on uh, having your own segment in the show. And the winner of that was Radio Superstar Zach with his pitched segment. So everyone pitched a segment. Zach's segment pitch was Zach's Wax. And uh, he, he won in a listener poll and we've got to get him on the show now. So I'm going to dial him in and we're going to have the very first edition, possibly the only, depending on how it goes, of Zach's Wax. And Zach joins me now. We've hooked up on a high-tech link here where we both have good quality audio. Zach, are you there? I am there, Mike. Thank you for having me on. No, thank you for doing this. So you are the winner of the listener's choice pitch your segment with Zach's Wax. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. It, it feels great to be voted by the listeners in to appear on the show. Did you think you'd have a chance of winning? Um, I thought I might have some good competition from uh, Nick in because he had the full support of the Discord, but I'm glad other people pulled through and voted for me. Yeah, great, man. Well, I guess, like, can you re-explain what your segment is? Because I've actually forgotten it. So, essentially, <laughs> I'm going to get the listeners to either contact me or you with their whack stories or whack videos, and I'll mm-hmm. rate them. I think I'm going to do one whack story a week, rate it, and then at the very end, I'll give out the best whack. Okay, cool. Well, do you want to do you want to just take it away like it's your segment? Easy. So, this week's message is from Radio Superstar Bailey Smith. He contacted me through Facebook Messenger, and I haven't opened this and I've just noticed that it's quite long. I just wanted to get the my I just wanted to like get my original reaction from this. He goes, "Hey, yeah, Zach, you want it to be authentic." Yeah. Hey, Zach, Radio Superstar Bailey here. I have a pretty good whack story. So this was years ago when I was probably seven or eight and I was at a mate's place playing softball. We had one of those plastic bats and bending tees. You place the ball on top to hit it off. I don't remember a lot of the details, but my mate's little brother was being really annoying. So I told him that if he didn't stop, I would throw the softball bat at him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He called my bluff and was being a jerk and then proceeded to run away. Somehow this is one of my favorite memories. And as he was sprinting away, I piffed this bar... I, I think there's a spelling mistake here, but it sounds in the air in slow motion. So I don't know what that means. But then Bailey says it whacked him super hard along the side, so hard that it snapped in half and he dropped. Holy shit, this is a really good story to start off Zach's Wax. <laughs> uh, now, this was only a kid's toy bat and we were only like eight, but the sound and power of that whack was a powerful thing. Bailey, that has to be... One of the best whack stories. I wish I saved it for later. <laughs> you've you've started strong. I've started, started strong. So can I just put it to you before you rate it? Can I just put it to you? Do you believe that story? Because I don't. I, I, oh, I think I think it makes a lot of sense. The bat breaking in half. Yeah, that's that's a bit. Yeah. that's a bit a bit on the edge. But the rest of it, I when you're seven or eight, you follow through with these sorts of okay. things. You're not gonna. Yeah. I feel like Bailey's telling the truth, and he is a radio superstar, so I'm inclined to believe him. So now we move on to you rating the wax. Did you want to you yeah. want to move into that? So it's going to be a system. It's going to be however many wax out of ten. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the better the wax, the more wax out of ten it gets. <laughs> and honestly, this is a pretty good story to start off us with. Start us off with, and I'm going to give it eight and a half wax out of ten. So do do the listeners all have to whack themselves eight and a half times, or like, do, is that just? A- I feel like that has to be the way that it goes. So if you're listening, 
Uh, this is an interactive segment. <laughs> you can con- contribute, but if you don't, then you have to whack yourself however many ratings this this whack gets. And this is eight and a half whacks. So I'm going to give it a two. So I'm just going to do my whack. So I'll just put it into the microphone. Cool. I've done I'll just, my two. I'll whack myself eight and a half times. Yep. Three, four, five, six. Five. Oh, seven. Oh. Eight. And then I'm just going to, I don't know how to do half, but. I reckon it just has to be a quick one. Yeah, I just kind of slid a bit. Yeah, nah, great. So it wasn't as harmful as the first eight. Well, that's the first edition of Zach's Wax. I think it's got legs. You want to come back next week? I would love to come back next week, but it does require the listeners submitting their stories. So if you can contact me or Mike with a Wax story, that would be perfect. Yep, send us in your Wax stories like Bailey did and we'll rate them on the show. Thank you, Zach, for being part of this segment, Zach's Wax. Thank you, everyone, for letting Zach's Wax happen. Thanks, man. No problem. Thanks, Mike. All right, that was Zach's Wax. And with that, we end the show. We we whack goodbye to the show. For this. I just realized Zach's Wax has a, has a terrible connotation to it. That, yeah, anyway, uh, that was Zach's Wax. He will be back next week. I'll be back next week. This has been 20th Century Boy. How do you support the show? Listen to some of our other podcasts, including Popped, a pop culture pop culture podcast that is more focused on pop culture than this podcast. Go check that out. Um, go and lo- follow me on Instagram, radio.mike. Follow me on Twitter, it's Radio Mike. I'm nearly at, I want to get to f- at least 4,000 followers on Instagram by the end of the year, and I want to get to 1,000 Twitter follows really soon. Uh, what else can you do? You can rate this podcast a five-star review. We do accept four stars. We do not accept three or under, so you have to give those to uh, to other people. And tell your friends about the podcast. Let Ask your friends if they need a new podcast to listen to, and if they say yes, say, well, I've got the one for you. They'd recommend this one. If they say no, say, well, I'm going to recommend this one anyway. Um, that's pretty much it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. My name has been Radio Mike. I am a very kind young man, and some of your older staff members could learn a lot from me. Send in your numbers. Don't block the MDF. And, as always, this podcast has been the inside of my mind. Catch you later.